and welcome to Abe's Front Porch Talk. I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you all are doing good on this Thursday night. Usually I do a podcast on Monday nights, but tonight I wanted to come to you all and let you know I have read Revelations chapter 12. I just have not felt like speaking on it just yet. I've got to do a little bit more studying. But I do want you all to know, I am thinking about just sticking with the book of Revelation instead of going back into the Old Testament and telling what Scripture says from the prophets that seem like John the Revelator did. It seems like to me I might be getting you guys confused because in some ways I'm getting myself confused during that at the same time and then I forget what I want to say in the process when I'm trying to compare but always remember this the prophets in the old like Daniel, Ezekiel, Elijah all of them saw what John the Revelator did. And what you see in Revelations, people saw it since the beginning of time. The prophets seen these things. But they did not really understand it. Because if you read the book of Daniel, he saw the horns. He saw everything that John the Revelator seen. But when John saw saw what he did in the vision, it was years and years later, generations after generation. John the Revelator did not know Daniel, did not know Ezekiel, did not know any of those prophets that have foretold what they have seen. Because it was years and generations later. And you've got to remember this. But, just like I said, but always remember, you can always read through the New Testament, the scriptures of the New Testament, and go back into the Old Testament and compare it to what the prophets were speaking of. Even Jesus said, is it not written? Did the prophet not write? But you guys, I'm thinking I'm just going to stick with that each chapter all right folks so what i'm getting at here sticking with each each chapter sorry forgive me for my speech there is that i'm just going to try to stay strictly on that chapter of revelations because there is so much in depth into that and there might be some scriptures that i will go back into the old testament and pull out but in some of those scriptures i notice too in the book of revelation sometimes when i pulled up a scripture it turns out i need to read the whole chapter 
of the Old Testament in a certain book of the Old Testament, read that whole chapter to go with that one little scripture. And, you know, it happens like that. So, we would just have to see how things go with that. But, it Revelation is so in-depth with everything going on and going on in today's world. And I'm getting in, and soon I will be getting into the mark of the beast in the chapter about when the Antichrist comes and how all of that's going to unfold. I will be getting into that part of it and... I mean, like I said, it's missing to be more in-depth than what we have been discussing. But before I get any further, I'd like for you guys to share this podcast with others. Don't forget to subscribe or follow to this. Check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe there and share out with others as well. But I want to take a short break and I want to get in tonight's topic, which tonight is going to be about keep your eye on Israel. So I will return. tonight's episode like I just told you before the break tonight's episode is about keep your eyes on Israel we need to watch out for everything that is going on in Israel right now as you all seen the news just like I did tonight they said 
Israel did an airstrike on Gaza or Lebanon because I believe it was Lebanon, if I understand right, struck Israel first and they fired back. And I don't blame Israel for firing back. But they're mad at what happened at the mosque. And I watched the news yesterday and seen how the police went into the mosque and tear gassed the people and was beating some of them people up to get them out of there. And, you know... Just, what was it, two weeks ago, I believe, if not a little longer, give or take, I guess you could say, they had a protest. And I did a YouTube video on this to keep your eye, or the title of my YouTube video is called Let's Talk About Israel. Check it out. And I mentioned in my YouTube video, we need to pray for Israel and pray for God's hedge of protection around them. And that we need to keep our eye on Israel. And I believe, you know, I told you guys back in November 2022 that horrible things are coming. And I still believe it's going to get worse. I believe it's here. It's been here. It's just getting worse as the days and weeks and months come. And we're already hearing about wars and rumors of wars. Now, somebody brought this to my attention about the rumors of wars. They said we're hearing this when like, China is threatening Taiwan. And Russia is threatening any nation that tries to help with Ukraine and stuff like that. But I always looked at it this way. And, and I have looked at it for years like this. When war begins, like we're in World War III, there will be rumors of other wars going on as well. But it would not be a war. It's just rumors that there is a war happening somewhere in another country or maybe maybe a riot I guess you could say there's a war going on in the riots and I, I just looked at it like that you know but I guess now that it's all here I could see where they say the rumors of wars is already upon us because they're threats they're, people have been other nations are threatening America. They're threatening other nations. China's threatening Taiwan. They don't like it that the American government has met with the leader of Taiwan. It, so much involved in all of that. And you know, it, it's sad. Because when Israel is involved in this war, that's when you best look out close because we're living in the end times. We are in the end of the world, folks. 
whether you want to accept it or not, we are right here in the end of the world. I tried to tell a friend of mine a year ago that this is the end of the world, and they said, no, it's not. I'm not the one to go around and say, oh, it's the end of the world. I take this very lightly. But you better listen to what I'm telling you. Yes, we are in the end. That's why I did some episodes here on this podcast called, Are We in the End? Because in 2020, everybody started jumping to it. And I I titled it, Are We in the End? And it's like a lot of people was making out the rapture was going to be happening right then in 2020. And a lot of things was going to start taking place right then. And they were not. There's a time and process for everything. And it was a preparation for people to repent and ask for forgiveness from Christ and receive him into their heart. And it was... You know, and then there were so many lies going on, too, during that time, and still is. But we have to endure until the end of all of this. But now I'm telling you, we are right here. Now that Israel is involved, and all that's going on with Israel now, I believe it's going to get worse. I don't think it's going to smooth over. And you can say, well, World War One and World War Two happened, and the world did not end, and Israel was involved in it. Okay, keep, keep thinking that. But what you're forgetting is that the earthquakes and volcanoes were not erupting like they are today. Natural disasters were not occurring like today. Wildfires, the floods, and I mentioned earthquakes and volcanoes. And that's what you're not thinking about, stopping and realizing this was not happening during World War One and World War Two. Now that it's happening, Satan is using World War One and World War Two as a deceivement to lie to people like, yeah, Look what y'all done been through these wars and nothing happened. What makes you think it's going to happen now? And this is what's going to get a lot of people in trouble because they're going to keep continuing. Now, in Revelations chapter 11, remember the two candlesticks, the two olive trees, which are the two prophets. And when they speak, If any man tries to harm them, they're going to shoot fire out of their mouth and devour these men that tries to bring harm to them. They are highly anointed of God. You can't harm these people. They're going to tell people to repent. They're going to walk the streets telling people to repent, to straighten up to preach the gospel, to teach the gospel. They're going to be walking in the full power and glory of God Almighty. And people are going to be angry at them. People of the earth are going to hate them. From the young children to the old, parents will probably even teach their children to laugh and mock them and stay away from them and not pay them no attention. And with today's social media, we'll watch you call cyberbullying 
others. People are going to get on social media and cyber bully these prophets. They're going to leave bad comments and speak evil against them and not even have the fear of God inside them to know what scripture says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. When you speak against God's anointed one and come against his prophet and bring in harm, he will devour you. And you asked for this yourself. You all want the blessings and miracles of God, but you don't want to be a blessing or a miracle for someone else in their life. But you want it all for yourself. You are full of greed. You're full of lust. You want power and control. You want to bring correction to everybody and correct them and say they're, they're in the wrong. But when it comes back to you yourself, you don't want to receive the correction. You always want to be in the right. You can never be in the wrong. You can never be corrected. And for a man to be corrected is wise. And when you are wrong, you need to accept you are wrong and not think the way you are thinking and doing. You you keep forgetting about the sheep and goats. You keep forgetting about the story of the rich man and Lazarus. But you... You want all the blessings. You want your food. You want your clothes. You want your home. You want your money. But yet you can't give that money to somebody in need. You just can't write a check out or give cash to somebody and say, Hey, here's a good blessing for you. I just feel like blessing somebody, being a cheerful giver today. Because your reward in heaven will be great, but you're too you're too stuck on the physical realm. It's mine. I worked hard for it. I'm not giving away my money. Then you're not giving out of a cheerful heart. You're supposed to give with a cheerful heart. You're supposed to be building up your rewards in heaven. I'm sorry you said under a low-life lying preacher that's not preaching you the truth like this. I'm sorry that you chose to set up under one of them. Because you want somebody to tell you what you're doing and the way you believe. And it's not your responsibility to give to people. It's not your responsibility to help anybody. You're to shun these people that can't help themselves after Jesus and our Father who created you from the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament says to help the lame and the poor. Go out and feed them. And when you have a feast, don't call your neighbors or your family that can pay you back, but go to the streets to those who are poor that cannot pay you back and build your rewards up in heaven that way and do not ask for nothing to be paid back. But you don't do that. You keep all your riches and all your glory and you go after your neighbors and family who can pay you back because you you know they can pay you back and that's what you want. You want the paybacks. You can never give. And you can never give and say, don't pay me nothing back. You're greedy. And you think God is pleased with that. How hard is it to understand the sheeps and goats? But you laugh and mock at the word of God with everything that's going on right now in the world with the natural disasters, with the wars going on with Russia and Ukraine and the rumors of wars. And all the stuff that's happening, you still won't repent. You still laugh and mock the word of God. Still not believe that the Bible is God's word and say it was written by man. God used his prophets to write his word. God used his prophets. And it had to be done the way God said or God would put 
sickness upon them or even kill them. He would put a plague. Think about Jonah in the whale's belly. Jonah disobeyed God and he put him in the whale's belly. And then you want us to talk about how it's written by man. You all are listening to the lies of your own self, your own thoughts and opinions about everything. And then Satan and his demons are coming in and feeding off of this and adding more to it. You're living in the world that Satan was trying to promise Christ when he fasted. When Christ fasted for those 40 days, Satan came to Christ and tempted him and even told him if if Jesus would bow down to Satan, Satan told him, say, if you bow down to me, I will give you all these kingdoms. And Jesus said, no. And you're not to bow down to no other gods but the Father himself. He rebuked Satan. Satan said, I can't get the Son of Man to fall. I can't get the Son of Man to bow down to me, but I will get man to do it, and I have ways of my trickery and deceivements and lies, and I'll make them believe it. I can even convince man to think that it was Christ speaking to him because I used to be an angel, and I can transform myself into a lot of an angel. Many people don't know the sheep's voice. And Christ says, you are to know my voice. My sheep knows my voice, but you've been listening to Satan because you can't tell the difference between the two. You get deceived. You can't discern the voices. You can't discern if it's an angel of the Lord or if it really is Satan himself or his demons. All this education, I've said it before, God is not pleased. It's a lie of Satan. Either you get your wisdom and knowledge from God or you get your wisdom and knowledge from Satan. And Satan deceives man. All this science is of Satan. All this going to the planets like Mars and going to the moon. That's all of Satan. Putting these space shuttles in space. That's of Satan. All this war and stuff is of Satan. But Jesus knew it was coming because he knew man was going to choose. God knew man would choose Satan. They have done it since the beginning of time. Many people profess to be Christians. But they don't walk in the power of Christ. That's even written. If you're a Christian, you're supposed to walk into the power of Christ and show the power of Christ, but you say you're not to do that. That was only for the people in the Bible days, and that's the biggest lie Satan's got to keep the healings and miracles from taking place, and it stops salvation. And when the two prophets come, when the two candlesticks are walking, people still won't even repent after they see them devouring men with a fire coming out of their mouth after they preach repentance because people don't want to serve God. They want to live a life of sin and call it godliness. And it's not godliness. People are going to see this all around the world. And those who are going to be walking hand in hand with these prophets, passing them on the streets in that nation when they come. 
They're going to see them. They're going to see the miracles they perform and cut them down. They're not going to want to have nothing to do with them. And they're going to see this firsthand from the young children to the old. And then nobody's still going to repent. No young child is going to repent. No adult will repent. And that's sad to know that people are going to witness this and know it's written in the Bible and still laugh and mock the word of God and God's children. Still laugh and mock the prophets that's preaching the truth and prophesying truth. Even like what's going on right now, people rather continue in evil ways and call the evil good. And they call the good evil. You rather believe a lie and call it the truth and turn the truth into a lie. We're living in such hard times. Everything is twisted. We've got to stop with this foolishness. We've got to start making changes in our life. We've got to start getting our eyes focused on Christ and forget about this education stuff. You, ne you need to learn how to read and write and do math, but a lot of this other stuff you need, I forget about it. But people are not going to. They're so far in debt thinking it's good and you would disagree with everything I say, but one day all this is going to come crashing down and slap you in the face. And it's going to be too late. There are many people from the young to the old that have died. Some were getting careers, going to college, got to, wanting to get a good career. Some have made it out of college and got a good career, and they're all dead. And some are in hell because they chose career over God. Are you going to let careers take you to hell? Are you going to let the teachers in your school system Tell you, get you a good career? Are you going to let your low-life preacher tell you get good careers and get good educations to send you to hell? Or are you going to get on your knees and pray to God and ask God what he wants for you in your life? And are you going to study his word and get to know scripture and become a truth person? To know truth, get filled with the gospel and start preaching and teaching the truth and doing the work that God has called you into. Or are you going to listen to man and let man deceive you? There are preachers behind the pulpit deceiving their congregation and they are highly responsible for that. A preacher is highly held to a higher standard than anybody else. For anybody to call themselves a preacher, for anybody to go to school and call themselves into the ministry, it's you're still held to a higher standard. And you're responsible for the souls of the people of this world. But that, but that does not bother a lot of you. I've told you time and time again, God's going to do away with these TV evangelists. We will see them fall. We're going to see them crumble. 
because most of them are in it for the money. Most of them are in it for the fame and fortune, and you're allowing this, and you're sending them your money. You're giving them your money, and they won't even come to your bedside or preach your funeral when you need it. They won't come to your bedside when you're sick and say a prayer after you send them money year after year, month after month. You're living in a shack and driving a 20-year-old car and they're driving brand new cars and living in mansions. They've got your money. Wanting to buy $50 million jet airplanes while you're trying to struggle to put food on your table and buy clothes to wear and you're having to go to thrift stores and buy clothes that somebody else had done war and donated in those thrift stores and those preachers are buying name brand clothes it's no telling how much their clothes cost some probably paying over a thousand dollars for a suit they're able to buy name brand designer clothing when you cannot and then they don't even know who you are. And they could pass you by on the street and don't even know who you are and won't even speak to you. After you donated money, help them buy their clothes, that designer's clothes they're wearing, those designer shoes that they're wearing on their feet. You help them buy their bed that they're sleeping in at night, probably a good old king-size bed in their mansion. While you're sleeping on a floor. Some of you have box springs and spring mattresses that you're sleeping in. And the springs are coming out from under them. And these preachers you're helping for these TV. They're sleeping comfortable. They're not losing no sleep. But you're struggling to sleep. And you still don't want to wake up. You think God is pleased with that? These preachers that's preaching this stuff on TV, they're lying and deceiving you. They make the gospel sound so good. But yet everybody's forgetting. They don't even know who you are. And you try to say something to them out on the street and their security probably bounce you right out the, right out in the street. Pass them on a the sidewalk. And like I just said, they're not going to preach your funeral. They're not going to come to your bedside when you're sick and pray. All this prosperity stuff. Get over yourself. You give with a cheerful heart and don't expect nothing back. When we go into war, do you think those TV evangelists is going to be there knocking on your door saying, hey, you supported me? We have your name and address. I'd like to give you some food and here's some clothes. Do you think they're going to do that? No, they're not. And you need to think about this. 
You need to think about what's going on in Israel right now. What's going on with Russia and Ukraine. And still the worst is to come. Do you remember I did a podcast called The Angel of Death is Upon Us. And pray ye that your flight be not in the winter. Look at all that's happened since then and it's about to get worse. And if you don't want to help anybody now, how can you help anybody during hard times when things do get worse, when you're not able to go to work because you were so greedy and you wouldn't help nobody when you were able to go to work, but you want somebody to come to your aid and help you. But there's going to be no one to help you. Because they're going to be in the same shape. Now you're going to be down on somebody's level that you turned away. You're going to know what it's like to be in somebody's shoes that has nothing. When you had it all, the rich will fall. The clothes you are wearing on your back is going to be moth-eaten. The coins you have in your pocket that you couldn't give to somebody that needed some spare change is going to rust. Your home you're living in is going to rot down one day. And not only will it rot down, but a storm could come through. Look around what's going on with the natural disasters with all the storms. People losing their homes. God will level you down. And all you can do is be mad at yourself, but you'll blame God for it all. Why should God bless you when you couldn't bless nobody else? Why should God come through for you? See, a lot of people think... God is blessing them now and they're turning everybody away and won't help nobody. But that blessing is coming from Satan and those demons. It all comes from the pits of hell because Satan has a counterfeit for everything. If you're not living for God, if you're not being that sheep, and remember I've said this several times over and over and I'll say it once again, the sheeps and the goats, the sheep will be on the right and the goats will be on the left facing Christ. And he's going to look at his sheep and he's going to say, you fed me when I came to you. You clothed me when I came to you. You gave me water to drink when I thirst. And the sheep's going to say, when did you come? And we fed you and clothed you and gave you water to drink. And he's going to say, those who I sent to you. Then he's going to look at the goats and he's going to say to the goats, you fed me not when I came to you. You clothed me not when I came to you. You gave me no water to drink when I came to you. And the goats are going to say, when did we feed you not? When did we clothe you not? When did we give you no water to drink? And he's going to say, those who I sent to you. And God has sent your own family members that needed help and you turned them away. He sent your own friends. He sent your neighbors and you turned them away. And furthermore, he sent a total stranger off the street to you and you turned them away. And when you turn somebody away, you turn Christ away. 
and you want all the blessings and you want God to start blessing you when you're in need. And some of you are so blessed, you think it's God, but you won't help somebody in need. But it's Satan blessing you, making you think it's God. That's one of his lies and tricks, making God, making you think God is well pleased with you. Keep doing what you're doing. Turn people away. Don't help nobody. But that's Satan's lies. And you're falling for it. And Satan is blessing you with all the riches for a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Do you want to gain the world and lose your own soul? It's not worth it. Recognize when you're being blessed of Satan and recognize when you're being blessed of God. Most of your riches is coming from Satan and not God. Know which one is which. Because if you are getting blessed from God, that means you're helping somebody. You're doing things for Christ and not asking for nothing in return. You're doing it with a cheerful heart. You're doing it because you want to build your rewards up in heaven. And the most importantly, you're doing it because you love Christ. You fear him enough that you know what the word says and that you're doing it for him. Look what's going on in Israel. Pretty soon it will be here in America. And people are going to have to learn to lean on each other when you have nothing. The heart of many has waxed cold. And it tells you in the Bible, one woe will pass and two more woes will be in behind it. We are in that time now where one woe is going to pass and two more woes are going to be in behind it. So when trouble comes, we're going to get over one one trouble, one problem. And then we're going to have another trouble in behind it. And it's going to be like that, problems after problems. Look around. They said that some of these corporations are laying off some. It was on the news that one of the major retailers is laying off 2,000 employees at their warehouse. Before too long, get be in their stores. And some of this, one of these major retailers have shut down some of their stores in a town already. Another corporation, which is a fast food chain, is laying off some of their people in the corporate office. And once they start laying off the people in the corporate office, eventually it'll be in the restaurants. And then when you can't go and get you anything to eat at your favorite restaurant, what are you going to do? When you can't go to the grocery store and get food, what are you going to do? 
Most of you are not even thankful for the animal that has died and sacrificed its life for you to eat. And you can't even share that meat with somebody else who is hungry. But you keep it all to yourself. <clears throat> and you know somebody needs that food, but you say it's not your responsibility to feed them. You're not responsible for that person. But you'll throw it in the trash or throw it out in the yard. And your neighbor, a family member, is hungry, but you say you're not going to give it to them. It's not your responsibility. You didn't buy it for them. You bought it for yourself. God's not pleased with that type of attitude. That's a sin against God. It's not my problem that you refuse to believe the word of God. It's not my problem that you refuse to serve Christ. It's not my problem that you refuse to re read the word and get to know the truth. It's not my problem that you refuse to pray and go into prayer. A lot of you sit down and eat a meal and don't even say thanks to Christ for that food. You don't even say grace over your meal at all. <clears throat> and you don't think God is going to take the food away from you for that reason. You don't think God will make it where animals becomes contaminated where you can't eat the meat of the animal. That's going to be a plague. That's what's going to start the famine. That's one way famines will start. Maybe you should be more thankful to God next time for the things you do have and learn to share and be thankful for the animals that make sacrifices for you to eat so you can live to be a, an old person. Let's put it that way. With everything going on and what we're seeing in Israel, none of you are walking in the fear of the Lord and wanting to change and repent, even what you're seeing in Israel. And more stuff is to come. And you still don't care. You act like you're invincible to Christ and you're not. You've got to learn You've got to learn to know God said any nation goes against Israel will be doomed. We've got to back Israel up in, in prayer and pray for that hedge of protection and keep our eye on Israel with everything going on because that's the most important time of our life right now. Whatever Israel is going through, we need to be in prayer for them. Give them people strength. That's the most important thing of the signs of the end is always watch out for Israel. Any changes, wars, 
That's where I believe the Antichrist will appear is in Israel at the Temple of Mount. So guys, please keep your eyes on Israel and know these are the signs of the end. But this is all I've got for you tonight. Share with somebody. Hope you enjoyed this. Don't forget to subscribe and follow. Check out my YouTube channel at Abe's Front Porch Talk also. Thank you so much.